Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Rainier Godwong. Rainier, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Seth. Happy to be here. All right, so let's go back in time a little bit because you got a fascinating story. How did you get started? I got started just a few years ago in e-commerce. I struggled for a long time as an entrepreneur. I was fortunate to be educated well. I, I had the luxury of studying at Stanford University, graduated in 07. I spent my only career in IT consulting for five years then I started some entrepreneurial endeavors around 2012. And in 2015 is really when I started to hit my stride. I had bootstrapped an e-commerce business, sold it a couple years later for a million dollars, and then reinvested a bunch of those proceeds. And now how, how I spend my time mostly is building up direct D2C brands as well as consulting for other multi-million dollar brands in the industry. Awesome. Now that's obviously the really short version. The longer version of that story should be probably in a book somewhere if it isn't already. Let's talk <laughs> about the first business you started and successfully sold. What inspired you to start it? And then what did that business actually do? What did you sell? Sure. So we sold compression clothing on Amazon. It was 2015, back when Amazon wasn't quite as ubiquitous of a household name as it is today. And I basically saw an ad on Facebook for a course that said, hey, learn how to sell on Amazon. And I said, hey, I'm going to grab one of my best friends from high school, give it a shot. And we started out, I, I funded the company with 10K of my own personal funds. And we literally exploded almost seemingly overnight. And that's when I knew we were onto something that could be really, truly special. Okay, so you sold compression clothing on Amazon. Obviously, there's a lot of vendors on Amazon. How did you mm. differentiate yourself? How did you stand out? How did you grow? So the great thing about Amazon is that if you understand your customer well and you're able to write copy and marketing that empathizes towards their specific needs. And it, it's actually not that difficult to stand out among the competition. And Amazon is a very data-driven platform. So if you take that analytical mindset and you say, hey, I'm going to take my product or my product listing, and I'm going to continuously optimize it over time just to get better and better and better, it will lead to more sales, lead to a higher conversion rate. And then ultimately, Amazon will reward you by having you higher and higher in the search results. 
Okay. So did you said you eventually sold that business? I believe the number was a million dollars. How did you? Um, were you just, were you selling compression clothing to the point where it was a million dollar business, or were you selling other products as well? It was it was primarily compression clothing up until that point. So that's Our, a lot of clothes. It it is. It's Amazon is a a huge wonderland of customers, and it's it's only getting bigger and bigger, particularly with the situation of 2020 and COVID and staying at home and all that jazz. Absolutely. So uh, what inspired you or what prompted you to sell a business that was doing really well? My business partner and I said, hey, our business is doing well, but we had some life events that we wanted to take care of. He was in the process of buying a house and I was in the process of getting ready to propose to my then girlfriend at the time and have this wonderful, wonderful ring that I was able to buy here that I always aspired to, to purchase for the love of my life. And fortunately, last year, we were able to realize that dream and we got married in Bali and, and kind of had this really spectacular dream wedding that really was was something that I could have only dreamed about as a kid. So it was really wonderful, a gratifying experience for me. Well, that is awesome. Congratulations. Now, after you sold the business, you then uh, didn't stay retired very long. You've <laughs> uh, since started other companies, including consulting with others. Talk about the other companies you started, and then we'll talk about the consulting side of your life now. Sure. So now our primary brand is a home and kitchen brand, and we sell both on Amazon and off Amazon. And after I sold the business, our first Amazon-based business, I came to the realization that the skill set that my business partner and I had acquired and developed, it was actually really applicable to other businesses and basically any commerce business or e-commerce business. And so people would reach out to me kind of casually and say, hey, I know you have this skill set. Can you help us out? And, and then I never really imagined myself consulting in this realm and it just kind of naturally unfolded. And now I'm, I'm at a juncture where, hey, we have this really great business model that we know how to execute. Now, for me personally, how can I apply this to other businesses? It's a similar model, different product, different niche, but it, it's it fundamentally the same strategy. So you took the proven ways you came up with the formula you built to grow the compression clothing business and said, hey, if this is really a formula and it's scientific, I should be able to apply those same principles to other types of products and you gave it a shot and obviously it's worked very well. That's exactly right, Seth. Okay, so then how did you start consulting with other brands on how they could apply your philosophies and techniques to grow themselves? How did that business start? It was primarily through personal networks. So people would say, hey, I got a friend named Rainier. He knows a thing or two about e-commerce. You are looking to build an e-commerce brand or you are in e-commerce already, but maybe struggling a little bit. Let me put you in touch with him. All right, and then uh, how many brands or companies have you worked with so far? Currently in flight, I'm working with three additional brands, but in totality, I've worked with seven. Awesome, and then it's one thing to do it for yourself. It's another thing to get other people to achieve the same results. Can you talk a little bit about, you can keep their identity confidential if you need to, but can you talk a little bit about kind of like the magical transformation they've seen as a result of working with you? Sure, one of the businesses was they were not online at all, or they were, but it was more just, hey, we have a website and people magically buy from us. 
over the course of a year, we were able to increase their year over year revenue 150%. One of the brands that I'm working with right now, they are based in the Bay Area as well. They're venture backed and they are also experiencing hundreds of percentages year over year revenue growth as well. That is absolutely incredible. With all the success you've achieved, what's your biggest challenge now? My biggest challenge, and this is something that I really didn't quite understand until I started to experience it for myself, is your ability to say no to things. Back when I was younger and really still struggling, I said yes to everything because I didn't have success. So anything that seemed like a great opportunity, I wanted to jump right in. And what you find as you climb and you're fortunate enough to deal with more and more success in your life, your ability to continue climbing up that ladder actually hinders on your ability to say no to other things and focus on the things that you know are going to drive you forward in your own business and in your own life. Absolutely. I, I have found that myself that I, I get so tempted and I have to learn to stick to our what we're our core competency and what we're the best at and not get sucked into every shiny object. Um, that's awesome that you've learned that as well. And you're not busy saying, I'm going to go become the eBay guru or I'm going to go become the Pinterest guy. You're <laughs> sticking to what you know and what has worked. Your passion's obvious. What do you like best about what you do? What I like best about what I do is probably, I feel very blessed to have a pretty good life. I think one of the top things that I enjoy is, is control. I'm in control of my own financial destiny. I'm in control of the people that I get to work with. And I, I basically feel in, in control of all the things and all the outcomes that I have. That is awesome. If you could go back in time and give your younger self some advice based on what you know now, what would you tell him? Oh, there's a, there's a lot of things I would tell him. Give me one or two. Probably the top thing I would say is, is stop staying up late. These days I go to bed at 8.30 because I wake up at five, have a solid morning ritual to kick off my day. And my younger self would just stay up late thinking that I was being productive, but probably binging on Netflix. And that's probably the top thing I would say to him. Awesome. What's the best advice you've ever gotten from one of your mentors? One of the best pieces of advice that I received is he told me most of the advice that you receive from other people is just total crap. <laughs> All right. That, that is awesome. So for businesses who are selling on Amazon and aren't getting the results they deserve or they feel they should be getting, what are some of the most common mistakes they're making right now that you can help fix? The, some of the common mistakes are the basics. And one of the things that I love about Amazon is that it's a really defined ecosystem. Yes, that ecosystem, all the rules are predicated by Jeff Bezos and team. But if you understand how it works, you can really bend it and leverage it in a way to benefit yourself. And so the number one thing that I see with people that are struggling on Amazon are the basic things. Is your product imagery amazing? Is your product title really well written? Is your copy written in a way that would motivate someone to click add to cart and then buy now? So those are the very basic things that we usually see. The next level up is the age of your listing. And you can tell the age of a listing by the number of reviews. You need to have a very good strategy for garnering four and five star reviews. 
that strategy starts with having an amazing product. So if you don't have an amazing product, it's really hard to make it work. So if you have an amazing product though, and you have the basics down, once you have a system for reliably obtaining four and five star reviews, that's when the flywheel starts turning in your favor, that snowball effect starts working up and you start to accelerate your sales. Awesome advice. Those are great tips for our folks who want more, who are watching or listening and want to grow their brand on Amazon or grow what they're already doing on Amazon. Where is the best place for them to find you? They can just send me an email. I'm happy to give you my personal email. These emails will come straight to me. It's my last name, Godwong, G-A-D-D-U-A-N-G at gmail.com. All right. This has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with Rainier Godwong. Rainier, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Seth. Thanks everybody for watching or listening and we'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free Perfect Pitch Cheat Sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.